Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next time, I'm going to give you the latest on how celebrities are using creativity and great causes to help America to deal with this coronavirus pandemic. So let's get started. Roll it. J.A.G. Up on the blog and I'm chilling up in NYC. Up on the train and the radio, what's all I need? In the fuse and celebrity news, I last see. That's entertainment. Who became famous? Number one source of pop culture, radio or not, we gon' chase it. That's entertainment. They better let this from the ghetto time stage. Gotta make a change. That's entertainment. Wednesdays afternoon at 1 p.m. So, baby, don't forget the tune. The bins is nice, the jacks is the better cruise. The rich don't call my wind because you plan to lose. Another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, the call-in number is 347-637-2656, and press the number 1. Again, that's 347-637-2656, and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com slash radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T H A T S Entertain is the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto Fourteen. That's S T I L E T T O. The number fourteen. And you can also follow me on the gram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T J O N E S G I B B S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a partly sunny. 42 degrees. Um, before I get started with the show today, I want to give a shout out to all my listeners out there. Thank you again for hanging out with me on this Wednesday afternoon. I also want to thank all my family and friends who are listening in 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 to the show in the safety of their homes, and also to thank all the medical community for being out there on the front line of this pandemic. I also want to thank all my listeners around the world. Uh, for listening to the show here every Wednesday afternoon here on BTR. Uh, Lots to talk about, as usual. You know uh, the show is in New York City. Our governor, Governor Andrew Cuomo, uh, just mentions that uh, right here in New York, where uh, so far the number of cases have uh, flattened a little bit, we're still not out of the woods yet, but uh, so far uh, the number of people coming into the emergency room uh, are it's not as high like it used to be. It has slowed down a little bit, but there's still a lot of people who died. Um, I think uh, I think the well, I, I'm not sure about the number of people who died today, but still people are dying all over the country and all over the world, so we're still not out of the woods yet. 
So, but I want to uh, give a shout out to Governor Cuomo for being diligent and always keeping us informed and showing us the numbers and not sugarcoating uh, like the so-called president of ours in the White House. Um, but there's also another alarming uh, news about this virus is that more African Americans are being more affected by the virus than any other ethnic group due to the fact that they work in these uh, occupations where they constantly uh, have to be around the public. And they did say that because some people with underlying pre uh, Existing conditions might play a factor, especially in the African American community, because uh, we have we suffer from asthma, uh, diabetes, high blood pressure. So uh, those do play a factor. But uh, a lot of us, a lot of uh, of our our people are in these uh, jobs where they have to always be around the public. Um, I saw something on the news the other day of a young uh, Latina woman who uh, she works in a hospital. She's a nurse, and she doesn't have a car. She has to, she has to take a two-hour commute to where she lives to go to the hospital. And she said sometime on the subway, it's kind of really hard to practice social distancing because a lot of people do rely on mass transit or public transportation to get to their job. And this is what we're talking about. So um, on today's show, we're going to be talking about a lot of celebrities. One in particular, Oprah Winfrey, is addressing uh, this issue affecting the African-American community about the coronavirus pandemic as part of a TV special. We're going to be talking about that. Also, um, a lot of singers, comedians, uh, they're coming together. Even uh, former U.S. Secretary of State Hillary Clinton is going to be uh, participating in uh, a commencement speech in a special podcast. We'll talk about that. Also, uh, Meek Mills have teamed up with Philadelphia 76ers co-owner Michael Rubin. He's doing this all-in challenge where he's asking athletes, celebrities to come together for a fundraiser to to it's like a challenge where to help feed the hungry in this country because believe it or not because everybody are, is not working, a lot of people have lost their jobs, people are filing in the millions for unemployment that they can't even feed their families and so a lot of these food banks and uh, feeding America there's a lot of people out here that are hungry in America believe it or not and you think for my listeners who are listening from other countries in the world you're saying well how can people in America be hungry when we're supposed to be the richest country in the world believe it there are people starving every day even here in New York City we provide uh the the uh, mayor and the school chancellor has provided meals for students who are can come to school and pick up meals people are out here starving and hungry right here in our own backyard. So I'll talk about that challenge in a minute. Also, uh, don't forget um, the cast of High School Musical are coming together. They're reuniting for a Disney family sing-along. I'll tell you more about that. Also, more singers like Taylor Swift, J-Lo, Celine Dion, Sam Smith, 
Uh, they had answered Lady Gaga's call to join like a lineup of stars for a One World Together at Home concert extravaganza. Remember, you know, Elton John had did something similar to this. And uh, Pitbull has just created a new song encouraging others to face their fears amid this coronavirus crisis. So let's get started. Um, Again, I was mentioned singer John Legend, comedian Jimmy Fallon, and former U.S. Secretary of State Hillary Clinton will be sharing their words of wisdom with graduate students in a commencement speech podcast special. The class of 2020 scholars won't be able to experience the traditional academic ceremony anytime soon due to the ongoing coronavirus pandemic, so iHeartMedia bosses have recruited a string of famous faces to record inspiring messages for a one like a one-off show. Commencement speeches for the class of 2020 will also feature input from actress Sienna, uh, Sienna Miller, uh, funny woman Chelsea Handler, makeup mogul Bobby Brown, journalist Katie Couric, former American football star Eli Manning, and musicians Ketcha, Tim McGraw, Khaled, Pitbull, Halsley, and DJ Khaled, among other. Uh, the uh, other celebrities uh, in a statement issued by the Hollywood Reporter, iHeart Podcast Network president Colonel uh, Byrne, he said, uh, "Quote: Because so many schools and colleges have moved to online learning to ensure the safety of their students, many graduates are missing their commencement ceremony. Traditionally, such significant milestones in their lives. High school and college students are always in need of inspiration, reassurance, and life advice as they head into the next chapter of their lives, and that is especially true this year." Unquote. Speeches for the class of 2020 bring together some of the most experienced and inspiring people in. The country today to celebrate the resi- resilience, strength, and accomplishments of this year's graduates. These are the speakers our graduate had had at their real-world ceremonies, if not for current circumstances. And they said we couldn't be more excited to bring them together through this podcast. A number of network hosts, including Ryan Seacrest, Angie Martinez, and Bobby Bones, will also record speeches for the podcast special, which will go live on May 15 on iHeart iHeart dot com slash podcast. Meek Mills has gone gone above and beyond to help those affected by the coronavirus pandemic, answering to Philadelphia 76er co-owner Michael Rubin. All in the challenge, the Going Bad rapper donated his 2018 Rolls Royce Phantom to be auctioned off in a charity fundraiser to feed the hungry in the midst of the crisis. Now, yesterday, Tuesday, April 14, the 32-year-old MC turned to Instagram to share the news with his fans and followers, posting a short video about his acceptance to the challenge. In a company caption, the All of You uh, rapper directed people to go to his link in his bio to get in on the auction and bid on his own 2018 Roy's Royce Phantom that he's putting up to help feed the hunger, hungry and those who need it during this wild time. His further nomination, three other celebrities, uh, was James Harden, Floyd Mayweather Jr., and LeBron James to participate in the challenge. The opening bid to Mills' favorite 2018 Roy's Royce Phantom starts at 200000 It has since collected three bids, with the latest bid reaching over 310000 
Now, Ruben launched this challenge with the goal of uniting the sports, business, and entertainment communities to start the largest digital fundraising movement ever by raising tens of thousands of dollars or more to help provide food for the growing number of people in need that COVID-19 crisis has created. He also added that uh, the ch- is that the whole thing is challenging every athlete, sport team owner, sport league, artist, celebrity, and business titan to go all in with him. Now, the Philadelphia 76 co-owner set the rules that every participant need to give away one of their most cherished possessions or create a once-in-a-lifetime fan experience that will be auctioned off at allinchallenge.com and not just some run-of-the-mill item either. He points out that uh, one last rule, that you must challenge a few others to do the same. Aside from Mill, a number of A-listers have taken part in the challenge. Yogati gave away his platinum presidential Rolex watch and his uh, and his luxury tour bus uh, to help feed the hunger during the challenging time. Uh, Justin Bieber offered a, uh, to fly to the highest bidder town to sing his hit, One Less Lonely Girl. Magic Johnson, Peyton Manton, Alex Rodriguez, Kevin Hart, and Rob Lowe have also participated. And this morning, the latest is uh, Michael Strahan from Good Morning America. He also put in his... Um, his challenge, um, I think he his is really, really good. You get to go visit his man cave, get to ride. And, uh, you know, he has only he owns several cars. You get to pick out a car you would like to ride in. You get to go to dinner with him. He, he he's really putting it in. So uh, it's it's great, and uh, probably more celebrities will follow suit. You know. So um, it really is a good cause. It's called allinchallenge.com. Check it out. Zac Efron and his high school musical castmates are going to reunite for a Disney family sing-along on Thursday, April 16th. Just days after Vanessa Hutchins shared a snap of a Zoom call between herself and her former co-stars in the Disney Channel movies, director Kenny Ortega revealed that an official reunion will form part of the highly anticipated Disney special. Zach will re-team with ex Vanessa as well as Ashley Tisdale, Corbin Blue, Monique Coleman, and Lucas Grabel in a video chat where they are expected to sing the film Uplifting Tune, We're All in This Together. Speaking to Deadline about the reunion, Kenny explained that they couldn't reach Zach until late into the planning process, but as soon as they did, he jumped in. Others started participating in the Disney family sing-along include Ariana Grande, who will perform Hercules, I Won't Say I'm in Love, and Demi Lovato, who will duet with Michael Bublé on A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes from Cinderella. The Disney family sing-along will air in the U.S. on Thursday at 8 p.m. on ABC. And Taylor Swift, Jennifer Lopez, Celine Dion, and Sam Smith have answered Lady Gaga's call to join the line of the stars for the One World Together at Home concert extravaganza. Gaga is curating Saturday, April 18, 2020, a two-hour global TV special arranged in partnership with officials from Global Citizen and the World Health Organization, and it has already secured remote appearances by Paul McCarthy, Elton John, Chris Martin, Lizzo, Billie Eilish, John Legend, Casey Musgrave, and Keith Urban, among many others. 
Now she has added Swift, Lopez, Dion, and Smith to the bill alongside Alicia Keys, Usher, Pharrell Williams, and pop couple Shawn Mendes and Camilo Cobello. Also making cameos during the broadcast will be Oprah Winfrey, Ellen DeGeneres, Matthew McConaughey, Vic, uh, Victoria Beckham, Lupita Nyong'o, LL Cool J, Amy Poehler, and Aquafina. One World Together at Home, co-hosted by comedian Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Kimmel, and Jimmy Fallon, will air simultaneously across the U.S. Uh, TV networks from 8 p.m. and will be live streamed on various digital platforms as well as the Global Citizen Instagram and Facebook pages. Global Citizen bosses are also putting on a six-hour pre-show streaming event from 2 p.m. Eastern on Saturday with artists like John Legend, Jennifer Hudson, Cheryl Crow, Lady Antebellum, Charlie Pooh, Hosier, Michael Bublé, Annie Lennox, Common, The Killers, Louis Fancy, uh, Adam Lambert, and new mom, Maren Morris, set to join in from isolation. Other participation in the lead up to the main gig include Samuel L. Jackson, Sarah Jessica Parker, Liam Payne, now um, Horan, Don Cheadle, Rita Ora, Ellie Gooding, Kesha, Heidi Klum, Billy Ray Cyrus, James McAvoy, Jesse J., and Becky G. <clears throat> Although Gaga has already helped to raise over $35 million for coronavirus release efforts behind the scene, she recently made it clear that the One World Together at Home main show is not designed to be a telethon. Instead, she wants viewers watching in isolation to simply enjoy the performances and ex- celebrate the heroic efforts of community health workers and to support the World Health Organization in the global fight to end COVID-19. Right now we have 17 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Sammy Jones-Gibb, where every Wednesday I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you're new to the show, welcome. If you're new to BTR, welcome. If you'd like to know more about the show and more about Blog Talk Radio, make sure you sign in. Register as a listener, and you can also not only check out my store, my show here on the network, but other shows as well. Uh, Pitbull is encouraging others to face their fears amid the coronavirus crisis through an uplifting new song. On Monday, April 13, the Timber hitmaker released a COVID-19 anthem titled, I Believe That We Will Win, sending a message that humanity is bigger than the pandemic. And aside from trying to lift up people's spirits from the single, Pitbull encouraged fans to be a part of his video anthem by sending him a video that showed how much they believe. Pitbull also announces that all proceeds of the song will go towards various charities supporting COVID-19 relief efforts. Oprah Winfrey is set to address issues affecting the African-American community amid the coronavirus pandemic as part of her latest TV special. The upcoming episode of Oprah Talk COVID-19 will focus on the deadly virus and its impact on black America. Now, during the TV event, which will air on the Oprah Winfrey Network and Apple TV Plus on Thursday, April 16th, Winfrey will sit down with leaders, doctors, journalists, and real people suffering in this pandemic. Now, Oprah shared during an interview on America Today show on Tuesday morning that, quote, not only is it serious, but people that you don't know 
but probably will know are losing their loved ones. We we as a people, as African Americans, have jobs that require us to be at work. For so many African Americans, this isn't this ability. This isn't this ability to telecommute. Unquote. Last week, the 66-year-old announced she is donating $10 million to aid the fight against the coronavirus. And she's right. Um, as I said earlier in the show, you know, the bus drivers, the the, the engineers, the motormen, the the conductors, they all got to do with the public. The delivery guys, the the uh, janitors, we they're all in, in right there. And unfortunately, um, a couple, I think about a week and a half ago, uh, a, a bus driver from Detroit died suddenly. He posted on his social media about a woman coughing on his bus, not covering his mouth, and a couple of days later, he was gone. And it's a shame because you know how I know they're trying to um, – put the medical community first, but we need to also think about them too. Bus drivers need face shields, they need they need face masks, they need uh uh like the uh when you go to these uh, your favorite uh pizzeria, your favorite bakery, all the workers need face shields and face masks and they need all that. They need their little they need uh PPEs on as well. Even though they're not dealing with patients right in the forefront, but they need to be protected as well. Same thing with the bus driver. They need, like like the pharmacists, when you go to the drugstore, they have those plastic chills in front of the pharmacy. They need to do the same thing. Well, I heard that they're doing the same thing for the bus drivers as well, putting a plastic shield so that they can get protected. But this should have been, been taken care of from the beginning as well. It took them... Several weeks later, and several for a bus driver as well to go on his media, social media to tell them about the conditions. It's just unacceptable. So, Oprah will be addressing this tomorrow on her uh, her uh, episode, upcoming episode on the Oprah Winfrey Network and Apple TV Plus. Katy Perry looks set to bounce back after the coronavirus lockdown after hinting at a new Las Vegas residency show. The Never Warm White singer, who is currently expecting her first child, a daughter with fiancé Orlando Bloom, teased during a Facebook Q&A session on Easter Sunday that a show in Sin City could be on the cards. A fan called Patrick asked Katie whether a regular gig would be a possibility, and when Katie seemingly saw the question, she said, quote, hey, Patrick, that one was for you, after giving a wink to the camera. Last year, it was reported by the Las Vegas Review Journal that the small talk singer was seen taking a tour of the Coliseum at Caesar Palace, where Celine Dion played for 16 years. And Cameron Diaz described motherhood as the best part of her life while reflecting on how she'd been coping with newborn daughter Radix during the coronavirus pandemic. The 47-year-old actress announced the surprise arrival of her and husband Benji Madden, little girl, in a post on her Instagram page in January after she was born the month before. Cameron has since been silenced on her social media page but returned to Instagram on Tuesday to talk, take part like in an Instagram Live with her friends and CEO of Who, What, Where, Catherine Power. And during her appearance on the segment, the Charlie Angel star couldn't help but 
gush about her precious new arrival. Cameron and Benji have not only had to deal with the stress of first-time parenthood, but they also had to cope with the coronavirus pandemic and subsequent lockdown. But the screen star insisted that the lockdown isn't vastly different to her previous life other than the fact that she can't see her friends. I had the privilege of meeting Cameron in person and be one of the many women to grace the cover jacket of her longevity book, which was released four years ago. Matter of fact, it was released in April of 2016. And basically the book focused on what happens to women's bodies as we age and how we can feel good in our aging bodies and how we might increase our lifetime longevity. Uh, Cameron and her writing partner, Sandra Bark, uh, conducted this thorough research on the subject. So uh, thank you, Cameron, again. Uh, it was a pleasure meeting you and also gracing the cover along with other women uh, as a part of your uh, longevity book. And uh, congratulations, Cameron, on the arrival of your brand-new baby girl. Uh, Pop Star Pink has been busy in the kitchen by cooking up batches of soup to distribute to people in need. The singer who recently went public with her battle with COVID-19 took to Instagram on Tuesday to show off a collection of containers filled with a variety of hot soup, each listed with the full ingredient. Pink only recently bounced back from the coronavirus, which has caused both her and her three-year-old son, Jameson, to fall ill. Now, on Monday, her husband, Corey Hart, shared details about the terrifying ordeal, calling the period intense. Appearing via phone on Sirius XM, the Jason Ellis show, uh, Hart said that Pink and his son were both extremely sick. He said that his son probably got the worst of of the two of them, which disbunked the whole theory that the that only older people can get it. He said that Pink got it real bad because she has a pre-existing condition. She suffers from asthma. So it totally attacked her lungs and her chest, and she was having a hard time breathing. Uh, mother and son had recovered from the health battle by early April when Pink opened up about the news online. Uh, right now, uh, we have... Uh, uh, 25 minutes after the hour coming up, I'm going to give you uh, the latest uh, on the these uh, on Usher. Apparently, we had some really bad, uh, really bad weather the past couple of days. We had a lot of tornadoes that had uh, started in the south and went up the close to the east coast. I think it got the, the farthest it got up here was New Jersey, but um, Usher is sending prayers to his cousin after her home in Chattanooga, Tennessee, was damaged by the tornado. I'll give you the latest. Also, uh, Robert Patterson's Batman may not be as so unlucky in love as the Michael Keaton version of the 1992 Batman Return. I'll tell you the latest. And um, in battle hip-hop mogul Damian Das, well, he's been ordered to pay up over a book-to-film deal that has gone wrong. And Don Cheadle had about two hours to decide whether or not to take on the life-changing role of War Machine in the Marvel franchise. All those stories and more coming up in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere. Yeah. 
will forever be that forever be that yeah, I'm the hood, Mona Lisa, breaking good in the pieces. Had to act some cheesy put out my circle like a pizza. I'm way too exclusive, I don't shop on Insta boutiques. All the little clothes only fit fake booties. Bad, bad, real talking cash. Be like water, I'm a mother and relaxing. I would never trip on a n- if I had him. That's my trash, you the maid, so you back to Every Wednesday afternoon with your host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. Right now we got 29 minutes left remaining in the show. That was new music from Megan The Stallion and Savage. Before we went to the music break, I was telling you about uh, Usher is sending prayers to his cousin after her home in Chattanooga, Tennessee, was damaged by a tornado. Several southern states were hit by twisters over the Easter weekend with at least two dying, 20 people hospitalized, and more than 150 structures damaged or destroyed in Chattanooga and the surrounding Hamilton County. Usher, who grew up in the city, revealed on Twitter that his cousin Toy was one of those affected and sent his prayers to her and all others impacted by the extreme weather. The tornado strike has been doubly tough on residents of Chattanooga and other affected cities in the south of the U.S., and family members have been unable to visit those hospitalized due to lockdown measures brought in to stop the spread of the COVID-19 virus. 
Dave Franco is set to direct his wife, Allison Brie, for his first venture behind the camera. The actor is set to make his filmmaking debut with the thriller The Rental, which will feature Brie, Downtown Abbey, Dan Stevens, Jeremy Allen White, and Sheila Van. Written by Franco and John Swansburg, the plot of the film follows two couples as they embark on a fun weekend getaway that turns sinister when secrets they kept from one another begin to emerge. Robert Patterson Batman may not be so unlucky in love as Michael Keaton's version in 1992 Batman Returns. Words are that Bruce Wayne will be depicted as a married man with a kid in a future. The bat, uh, and this is the Batman sequel. Uh, we got this cover, which broke the news about Batman's alleged love story arc in the upcoming movie, claimed to have got the scoop from our reliable source who has in the past shared some credible information about other projects. According to the source, the first film in the planned new trilogy will establish Batman's romance with no, none other than Catwoman, who will be portrayed by Zoe Kravitz. Apparently, the sequel to Matt Reeves' movie will feature his version of the Joker, or Jokers, taking center stage along with the beginning of a full-on love story. The site adds that future sequels will see the pair getting married and having a baby. It further said that the plot will be familiar to readers of the comic, though it remains to be seen if this will adapt the storyline straight from the comics in which their first rooftop wedding plans were ruined when Catwoman jilted Batman. In Batman number 85, which was released in 2019, the pair eventually tied the knot in a low-key ceremony. In 1992, Batman's return, Batman and Catwoman romance ended with Catwoman apparently dying in order to get revenge on her former boss. Meanwhile, filming on Reeves, the Batman has been halted due to the coronavirus outbreak. The cast and crew have shot around a quarter of the film in the U.K. when production was halted in March as the country was hit by COVID-19. Reeves recently said that he plans to resume the production in the country once the crisis is over, but hasn't ruled out moving production elsewhere. The movie has been scheduled for a June 25, 2021 launch. It's currently unknown if the coronavirus pandemic will affect the release date. And in battle, hip-hop bogo Damian Dash has been ordered to pay up over a book-to-film deal gone wrong. Author Edwina, Edwina Brooks took Dash to court last year after he reportedly reneged on a 2015 deal to adapt her Mafietta book series for the screen. Jay-Z's former business partner decided to direct the Mafia film himself, but Brooks became frustrated by his action after claiming he wasted production time and money on other projects, prompting her to fire Dash from the gig. Despite losing the job, Brooks argued that Dash continued to make claims about his involvement in the movie and even tried to sell it online, all without her approval. She sued, and now a judge has ruled that Dash must hand over $300,000 in damages plus interest according to the legal document obtained by TMZ. Dash, who has struggled financially for some time, is appealing the judgment. And Cannes uh, uh, Can, Can Film Festival bosses are committed to staging an event to mark 2020 once the coronavirus restriction has been relaxed, but they insist any gathering will not look like the typical South of France celebration. The May event was rescheduled to late June and then the beginning of July, but now festival chief accepts 
can is unlikely to go ahead in its original form. On Monday, April 13, French President Emmanuel Macron ruled all festivals or events with large gatherings would be canceled until at least mid-July. All public gathering spaces, including cinemas, restaurants, and bars, will remain closed until further notice. His decision come as the COVID-19 death toll in France passed 10,000. Also here in the States, uh, the Essence Music Festival, which is held every year in New Orleans, Louisiana, the uh, the state has said that that has been canceled. They were going to push it back to um, the government officials in that state we're going to push it back to August or September. But because now the rise of death in that state has gone uh, relatively high, they're thinking about just just rescheduling it for 2021. Uh, the government officials in that state say they don't want to take any risk and they don't want to take any chance because of the increase of death in the state. So they decide to change the SM Music Festival because the SM Music Festival brings a lot of money to their economy and it brings all people across the country to the festival. So they decided to, to just reschedule it to 2021. Don Cheadle has had just two hours, two hours to decide whether or not to take on the life-changing role of War Machine in the Marvel franchise. The hotel one, the star, was celebrating his child's birthday party when he received the call informing him that he had been chosen to appear in the blockbuster film as part of a six-picture deal. Cheadle was overwhelmed by the offer, which would require him to commit to over a decade of production, but he was given little time to think it over. After taking the offer over with his, after talking the offer over with his wife, uh, Cheeto decided it was a role worth taking. The actor took over the role of War Machine, also known as Colonel James Roddy Rhodes from Terrence Howard, after the Empire star who portrayed the character in the first Iron Man film left the franchise following creative disagreements with the producer. That's just more money in your pocket. But you know, he, the crazy thing about this. Call that Don got. He was celebrating his son's birthday, and he was telling them, "Listen, I'm at my son, my child's birthday party. I mean, can I just wait on it?" And they was like, "No, you got. We're going to give you uh, an hour." He said, "No, they said that uh, we're only going to give you an hour to make a decision, or they're going to call somebody else." And he was like, "Well, well, I'm at my son's party, so they said, well, we'll give you two. So I guess he just." Talked it over with his wife and said, well, let's do it. And uh, that's not a bad deal. Six-picture deal in uh, in over a, a decade of production. Can't beat that. Um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson missed out on the lead role in 2012 Jack Reacher. The action man was chatting to fans on Facebook over the weekend when one asked him about Parts he lost, prompting the former wrestler to reveal he went toe-to-toe with Tom Cruise over the movie adaptation of Lee Child's novel. Now, Cruise went on to play Reacher again in the 2016 sequel, Jack Reacher Never Go Back, after which Arthur Child revealed he didn't think the movie superstar was well cast as his literary hero because his Jack Reacher was much taller and much more imposing. 
But Johnson isn't complaining. You know, shortly after missing out on Reacher, Dwayne landed a repeating role in the Fast and Furious franchise. The animated Troll World Tour has set a new world record for opening weekend digital rentals after the film debuted out of cinemas due to the coronavirus lockdown. The sequel to the 2016 hit Trolls premiered on Friday, April 10th, and took in $30 million over Easter weekend, overtaking the previous digital record set by Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, and Avengers Endgame. Trolls World Tour has ranked number one on digital platforms, including Amazon, Comcast, Apple, Vudu, Google, YouTube, DirecTV, and Fandango Now, where the film replaced Bad Boys for Life as America's top video on-demand hit. It also became the Fandango service most pre-ordered title of all time, the best-selling film on its opening day, and the best-selling film during its first three days of digital releases. Bad Boy for Life dropped to two on the Fandango Now chart with Sonic the Hedgehog, Birds of Prey, and the uh, Fandabalist Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, and The Invisible Man completing the top five. Jersey Shore stars uh, DJ Paulie D and Venny. They're getting ready to set to front another reality show as the host of a new revenge prank series. The pair will star in Revenge Prank with DJ Paulie D and Venny this summer. The show will follow the stars as they aid victims of viral internet pranks by giving them a chance to exact revenge on those who set them up. Paulie D or Vinny will join forces with each of the contestants to pull off over-the-top pranks and complete, uh, compete rather against one another to pull off the best act of revenge. The pair is a good TV bet. The Jersey Shore duo Double Shot at Love with DJ Paulie D and Vinny debuted last year and became the highest-rated new cable series in the U.S. Westworld star Tandy Newton is getting creative during the COVID-19 lockdown by taking to her car to record lines for the show. The British actress had played artificial intelligence host Mavi Malay since season one of the hit HBO show, which is set in a futuristic theme park. The program is currently airing in the third season here in the U.S., but some episodes weren't finished prior to the world going into lockdown due to the coronavirus, meaning that Tandy and her co-star had to come up with unique ways of providing the necessary additional dialogue recording for the series. Consequently, uh, Tandy shared a clip of herself recording in her car on her Instagram page on Easter Sunday, riding alongside the video, quote, lockdown, been having to create a DIY sound studio in the car, in the garage, recording into my iPhone, while hooked up to L.A. on my laptop to do a additional dialogue recording for Westworld. Uh, she said that they've been doing everything they can during the COVID-19 to bring the show to the fans. And without these trans-global tinnitus sheets, the full season couldn't even get finished. While you watch each episode, the future ones are still being completed. She also added a huge thanks to the incredible post-production team for making magic happen. And uh, Season 3 of Westworld, which also starred Evan Rachel Wood, Jeffrey Wright, and Tessa Thompson, the air Sunday nights on HBO. 
Brad Pitt uh, wears his heart on his sleeve when it comes to those he cares about or care deeply. Being the celebrity guest in the premiere episode of HGTV Celebrity IOU, the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood actor laid bare his emotional side on screen as he surprised a longtime friend with a home makeover. Joining the Property Brothers star Jonathan Scott and Drew Scott in their brand new show, the 56-year-old Oscar winner named makeup artist Gene Black as his pick for the surprise home renovation. Uh, He describes his makeup artist as family. He said that we're like brothers and sisters. And she's been that person that he values so much in his life. Uh, In the episode, the ex-husband of Angelina Jolie could be seen getting his hands dirty to help transform Jean Garage into a guest house complete with a bedroom, kitchen, and bathroom. And talking about his hand-on approach, he explained how he loves the sound of construction sites, Brad even said that if he's not in a building, he's dying. He said that just walking in a place, you can see the possibilities. And upon seeing the final results of the renovation, Brad was like he was gushing all over the place. And he also praised the uh, Property Brothers uh, for just being true gentlemen in the sense of the word. they even the property brothers said that uh, that uh, Brad wanted everybody to feel like he was spending some time getting to know them. He said that Brad made it his business to talk to the crew, to m- memorize their names. Uh, he also wanted to make sure that he know how grateful he was for what was going on, what was happening. Uh, Celebrity IOU premiered at 9 p.m. on Monday, April 13th, but the series will follow a number of celebrities, including Michael Bublé, Viola Davis, Melissa McCarthy, Rebel Wilson, and Jeremy Renner, and paying back to those who helped them become a star. Right now we have 14 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere. I can swallow up, bottle up, and it up, feel like Godzilla, better hit the deck like the Godzilla. My whole squad's in here walking around the party, a cross between a zombie, a pop, and a simbibobita. Bring meaning, which is probably the same reason I wrestle with mania, say these in the system, pop it up. Consider it too far to be a cross, be mistaken, they stay sleeping on me, though. Better get insomnia, ADHD, hydroxyca, that's the composite. Hey, hey, in the game, when a nigga can be like a play date, better vacate, retreat, like a vacate, mayday. Like a 
Barry, a face of my chicken area, the original Richard Ramirez, Christian Ramirez, my lyrics never sit well, so they wanna give me the chance, like a paraplegic, and it's scary, call the Harry Carrick, cause every time I'm getting Harry Carry and Mary, I'm a dictionary, I'm swearing up and down, like a fifth, it's hilarious, it's time to put these in the obituary column, we wouldn't see eye, I would have staring column, get the shaft like a staring column, you can have beef package for the swag game, people have for the bad beats, people that means take a back seat, take a back seat, fat beats, put a maxi, single look at my rap sheet, what a tax these people, this my gangster boots like a patchy, what a catchy, jiggle out that chips, you better got a happy cheetah. featuring Juice World in Godzilla. Right now we have 11 minutes left remaining in the show, and for the final stories of the day, uh, Shania Twain has scrapped the remaining pre-summer dates of her 2020 let-go residency in Las Vegas due to concerns surrounding the coronavirus pandemic. The singer has canceled her concert between dates between May 20th and June 6th and will now resume the residency in August. Shania said in the statement, quote, I'm looking forward to returning to Vegas later in the year with with my dates from August through to December, but for now it's time to stay home, unquote. The Let Go residency at Planet Hollywood Zappo Theater kicked off in December of 2019. She previously postponed her March dates. Normani is hard at work. Her hard debut solo album from lockdown after promising COVID-19 won't delay the project. The singer released Motivation last year. 2019 is the first single from her long-awaited solo album after girl band Fifth Harmony split up in 2018. While there has been concern that the coronavirus pandemic would delay the release, Normani told Britain uh, Daily Star newspaper that she's taking the lyrics of the girl's chart-topping hit, Work From Home to Heart, and laying down vocals while she's in self-isolation. The singer who rose to fame on the X Factor U.S. in 2012 when she was placed in the hit group went on to gush about the project. And this is what she said, quote, It's my baby, it's my first album, and I'm never going to get that back. I feel like I have worked so hard until up until this point. I deserve to be happy, unquote. One Direction split was caused by, get this, tiredness more than anything, according to singer Lane, uh, Leon Payne. Uh, the British boy band went on to extend their hiatus in 2015 following the departure of Zayn Malik from the group. And in an interview on Jordan Stevens' Spotify podcast, Killing It, Liam admitted that the boys' hectic schedule and lack of sleep was partly responsible with how things came to an end. Now, fans are convinced that the group is set to reunite for its 10th anniversary later this year. After Liam, Niall, Harry, and Louie all follow former member Zayn Malik on Twitter, five years after after the sensational departure from the band. And the coronavirus lockdown has given Drake the opportunity to give his upcoming album 100% of his attention for the first time in over a decade. The God's Plan hitmaker shared an update of his new material late on Sunday when he joined hip-hop mogul Sean P. Diddy Combs for his digital dance-a-thon to raise COVID-19 relief funds. 
During the Instagram live chat, Drake, whose club residency in Las Vegas was postponed due to the public health crisis, admitted that the last time he was able to clear his schedule and really focus completely on a single project was back in 2009 when he was sidelined by a torn anterior, or I, I guess you could say a torn uh, ACL. Now, the new release will serve as a follow-up to the 2018 Scorpion, although Drake has continually served up musical treats for fans, including his latest track, Tootsie Slide. Diddy played the single during Drake's appearance on his charity fundraiser, and they even performed a viral dance routine together live online. Elsewhere in the chat, Diddy revealed that Drake had made it onto his top five list of all-time great MCs. Flattered by the huge compliment, Drake replied, quote, Thank you. That means the world to me. There's very few opinions that holds as much weight as yours, unquote. John Rule, get this, is down for a real battle with rival 50 Cent. After feuding with the In the Club rapper for almost two decades, Ja revealed in a new Instagram Live that he was ready for a battle with Fiddy for the next installment of Swiss Beast and Timberland uh, Versus series. Now, fans quickly shared an opinion about Ja's desire to have a battle with 50. One fan wrote on Twitter, quote, Ja Rule will never stand a chance against my man 50. He's chasing clout. Some others also appear to be skeptical that the battle will really take place. One also tweeted, quote, I don't think it's going to happen. However, should they really do this, one fan believed that Ja Rule would win, and another supporter said that Ja has more hits than 50. Some people were against the idea, though claiming that nobody want to hear no Ja Rule, any of his stuff coming on. Now, Ja and 50 Fuse started back in 1999 when Ja was robbed at gunpoint for his chain in Southside, Jamaica, Queens. 50 then claimed that Ja saw him at a club with the culprit over a week later. Now, Ja admitted to being robbed, but he denied seeing 50 with the culprit. Further making things worse was when ja, uh, Jay and Murder, Inc. rapper Black Child was arrested when 50 was stabbed at Hit Factory Recording Studios right here in New York. Right now, we have five minutes left remaining in the show. I'd like to thank everybody who's been tuning in every week and tuning in to this live broadcast from the safety from their homes. I'd like to thank everybody from all over the world, all my listeners from Europe, from Asia, to even South America for tuning in each time, week after week, as I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. Make sure you like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com slash thatsentertain.radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain one That's T-H-A-T-S, Entertain, and the number one. You can also follow me at Stiletto14 and on Instagram at Gibbs. Well, that's going to do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to Vast Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Stay safe, stay home, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.